0: Welcome to Mortgage Insider Edition, another episode with my colleague Kim Nguyen from Calgary and myself Preet Singh from Edmonton Wine Group Mortgage Alliance. Uh, Thank you very much for tuning in. So today we are basically going to talk about many different lenders and types of lenders available across Canada. Normally when you are basically shopping for a mortgage or even a bank account, There are like you are thinking about a bank, um, normally five or six banks that you will normally see on, on your main street corner. But you will be surprised to know that that there are many other A lenders just like these banks that you only come to know when you are dealing with them. So Kim and myself will talk in detail. And the word that we will use today most of the time is called monoline. What it means is they these institutions are only dealing in one line of any kind of financing. It could be a credit card, or it could be a mortgage financing. They are monoline, they only work on one line. So we both of us, and or any other mortgage brokers across Canada, we deal with these institutions every day, day in, day out. And why would we explain monolines? Because there's so many myths involved uh, monoline lenders that people sometimes miss think them or mismatch them with a private lender and they think they are private lender and they would like to stay away from them. So this is what we will go further. I will ask my colleague Kim to start the conversation and then we will go from there. Yeah, Kim. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, no, and and you know, part of the podcast that we part of the the reason why we wanted to do this podcast is just to enlighten our listeners to the world of monolines, right? It is a big key player, especially for anyone looking to get a mortgage. You know, don't be surprised if your broker suggests a monoline. And and the one thing too is like what Preet mentioned, they're not B lenders, they're not, um, you know, they're not private lenders, they're not like these big, big no name people that you never hear. Because the the one the one reason um why they're not so known is because is a you can only get access through them if you're working with an actual broker right it's not like you can walk down the street and walk into like a first national right that would be impossible you have to get it through a broker now there's so many myths surrounding it and that's why the purpose of this podcast is to really break it down. I know one of the big things that I hear all the time is, okay, Kim, like if I go with a monoline lender, I need to open up new bank accounts and I need to do this, this and that. And the, mm-hmm. the, the theory behind that is no, that's actually not true, right? That like you don't need to change bank accounts. And in fact, most of these monoline lenders, they, they don't have their own bank accounts. And one of the reasons why they're able to give slightly lower rates than the major banks in some cases is because... they don't have the same overhead that major banks do. So therefore, they're able to pass on these savings. So don't think that if you go with them, you're going to have to change all your banking. No, it's actually quite easy.
0: Absolutely. So these lenders basically will help you out with uh, passing the benefit to you in terms of in in terms of a better interest rate, that's the biggest advantage that we have seen. And then they provide you basically similar prepayment privileges, same options like a normal bank on your corner street will provide, same kind of, kind of prepayment privileges. And then these lenders will also have uh, a web access, or internet banking, you can call it other terms, or telephone banking. The only thing that we will highlight is not available, as Kim already mentioned, is a branch. So you cannot walk in and say, "Okay, I need servicing on my mortgage, which you rarely do once in a blue moon. But if you need it, it's it's on your fingertips, on your mobile phone or on your desktop. You can log in and you can request any kind of changes on, on the mortgage, which is conveniently available and and. And Kim, I'm pretty much sure you have more to discuss on the monoline with terms of penalty, right? So.
1: Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, like, you know, to add to that note too, it is very convenient. Like, I, I mean, having access to your finger, like to getting statements, you know, if you're at, you know, it's midnight and you want to check what your mortgage balance is. Again, there's some bank institutions where you don't have that luxury, right? Or even if you wanted to change like your payment frequency, or you wanted to do like a lump sum, you know, again, with a monoline lender, everything is done on your fingertips. Or even if you wanted to switch the account that you want payments to be taken out of, again, that's readily a Available. But um, going back to the other benefit too that Preet had mentioned, penalties, the way that they calculated, especially on a fixed rate term, it's a lot lower than your traditional bank. So to take a step back, if you were to go to a bank lender and you were to take a fixed rate term, usually if you needed to break your mortgage, you'd be paying something called um, an interest rate differential as a penalty. Okay. And interest rate uh, differential will take a look at a few various things, such as your current discount. So What was the original discount that you received on your mortgage? They'll take a look at how much time is left in your term and your current balance outstanding. And usually, you know, the mix of that will generate a penalty anywhere between two and a half to four and a half percent, sometimes even higher, right? It's quite large. But then when we're looking at a penalty with a monoline lender, though, they are also calculating interest rate differential, but it's a little bit more fair because they're comparing apples to apples. What was your rate and what's the current rate to date? They don't take into consideration what your original discount is. Again, it's a very fair comparison. Person, which can actually save you thousands in penalty. So, um, so again, they they are they are a little different, but again, there's the advantage is definitely on the consumer side for sure.
0: Yeah, and and to add on these more lenders, like I will name a few, like for just for the listeners' uh, point of view, First National, right, Merrick's Financial, Landwise, uh, MCap, RMG, RFA. Uh, all these lenders basically also. How could I explain? Like they they are basically let's say subsidiaries or the back end investor into them. In these lenders could be a potentially a bigger bank on on the street. Street it could be a BMO, it could be Scotia, it could be RBC, maybe TD, right? And these investors change periodically. Sometimes it doesn't change. Sometimes it changes, and. And they are, these lenders are same way investing their, the bigger lenders are investing their money into these monoline lenders. Same way, like you will hear from Fido, as an example, is a subsidiary of Rogers, right? But they they change the logo, it's the same call center, same kind of services is provided. And same thing happens in in the banking industry. So what I also tell my clients, so if you are, let's say, as a client, Okay, to deal with a car insurance company who is only available over the phone, or if you're okay to deal with a credit card company who does not have an office on the corner of your street, then you should be okay to deal with the mortgage company also. Same way, same concept, they are available online. Same, uh, as we mentioned earlier, same tools are available and same prepayment. The biggest thing that I like is. they are A lenders, they are scheduled lenders from CMHC. Uh, Think about the customers or listeners need to think about it, that if they are not basically an approved lender on CMHC on the first insurance uh, guideline list, then they would not be even able to lend in Canadian market, right? So this is the biggest key key thing that customers need to uh, consider because it helps you uh, go beyond the banks and look at the other savings in terms of interest rate and and sometimes features also. So I, I know a bank which will only give you 15% lump sum on your uh, month month sorry annual basis and uh, payment basis, but normally the other lenders that are, are 20%, right? So there's there's feature difference also, right, Kim?
1: Yeah. And I think it really boils down like um, to all our listeners out there is there's choices, right? Don't think that you're just limited to banks and, mm-hmm. and, you know, if, um and don't think that just because you don't see their names on, on the corner or you don't see an actual big branch, don't think that these are automatically bad lenders, right? Yeah. Like, like Preet has mentioned, there's a lot of big banks backing them. Like you'll, you'll soon to realize uh, again, from being in this industry, the mortgage industry, honestly, everyone is tapped into each other's business. Okay. okay. So, so again, like most of these monolines, they are backed by big banks. So if you're ever worried that, Oh, what if, you know, my mortgage just disappears? I mean, <laughs> that wouldn't be the bad thing, but, uh, yeah. but again, it's highly unlikely that something like that would happen with a monoline lender, especially yeah. like with those well-trusted names. Again, um, you know, we, we listed a few big ones, um, you know, RFA, Merricks, Lenwise, RMG. Again, familiar names that you will see, but uh, they are definitely making a splash in the Canadian lending landscape for sure, though for good reason, right? Yeah, it's true. more, it's bringing more competition, and competition mm-hmm. is always good for a consumer. That means mm-hmm. better rates, better mm-hmm. products, and again, at the end of the day, it's your mortgage, and make sure you know you get the best options, best bang for your buck. Yeah.
0: And and I can totally feel Kim why people get confused with the name as a private lender because a they don't see them on the market uh, every day and sometimes like yes there are circumstances where we would have to involve our alternative lenders some people call them as private lenders or we sometimes call them private the P lenders right so these monoline lenders may also have. An a umbrella, a bucket or a portfolio of book of business where they will easily give you the same uh, rate just like or better rate than a bank. Or maybe they would be creative depending upon your application. And if we need to send it to a private lender and we will try with the B side of these monoline lenders and see if you could get somewhere, the rate and the fee service, somewhere in between the best interest rate And through a bank or a private somewhere in between, that would be a B lending environment. So in in these B lending environments, uh, there are uh, many different other options available through these monolines and and these reasons we basically uh, always like to see the holistic review of each application and see where these applications would fit in. And as Ken mentioned earlier, uh, these are everyday like conversations, and we we see them every day in our life, and uh, we would like to assure our customers that we all of us are basically licensed through Real Estate Council of Alberta here in here in uh, Alberta when we we are dealing with the mortgages. Uh, so we would not basically push you as a client to without your consent, obviously, to something that a bad lender, right? There's no concept like bad lender, right? So absolutely. Kim, I believe uh, this should be more good information for our, our listeners and uh, viewers, right? So do you have anything to add, Kim, to that?
1: No, so thank you again. And I hope that this brings some insights to everybody as to who a monoline lender is. And as always, if you guys do have any further questions, just uh, reach out to myself or Preet, happy to help you out. But uh, yeah, we hope you enjoy this.
0: Okay, thank you guys. Take care. Thank you.